Hi guys, welcome to the life of the heart. Today, I'll be reading from Navigating the Heart, Who is Dragging You? Written by Oak Sue Park. Today's topic is Desires, Chapter 2. A temp cleaner and his son from a village in Seoul. When a person lives humbling his heart, a joyful and thankful life is possible. For example, suppose I am a person who is rated at 100, but I think of myself to be 200 or 300. Since there is such a difference in ratings, when conflicts or situations come up, then I will always think that it is because of other people are slighting me or despising me. That one thought caused me to be dissatisfied with the actions of others, people who are dealing with me. On the other hand, if I am a person who is rated at 100, but I think of myself to only be 30 or 40, then I will always feel thankful and overwhelmed by the actions of other people around me who are treating me so well. Once you humble your heart, just as the water flows from a higher place to a lower place, the hearts of the people around you start to flow into you, causing you to always have thoughts of thankfulness. On the other hand, if you become high-hearted, you feel frustrated and full of complaints because of how you judge yourself. Ultimately, the people around you begin to dislike you for being that way. With just the people around you, it may be okay with them because they do not see you every day. However, if you are that way while living with your family, then things will only get worse. If a husband's heart is high, then the wife has to live in misery. If the wife is high-hearted, then the husband has to live in misery, and the children end up living miserably as well. If you become high-hearted, it makes all the people around you uncomfortable. Therefore, you must not become high-hearted. However, the nature of a person's heart is to do is to continually exalt themselves more and more. Nowadays, gas or oil boilers are mostly used for heating systems, but long ago, charcoal was burnt during the winter for heating. That is why, in the past, there would be at least two, three, or even as much as ten trays of ash per day per house. When charcoal ashes would pile up in front of the in front of the doors of each house, the cleaners would come early in the morning, bringing big carts, loading the carts with charcoal ashes, and hauling them away. In one village in Seoul, there is a very deep incline, so it is very difficult for the cleaners. At the top of that incline, when there would be snow in the winter, the cleaners would slip and fall. In the village where that steep incline was, there was a cleaner named Chol Min Kim. Because he was so poor, he lived in a single room with his wife and three children. When he would come home after cleaning the charcoal ashes, he would be so tired that he would have aches and pains the whole night. One day, his eldest son, who was in the sixth grade, heard his father moaning all night. And when his father woke up early in the morning once again, changed his clothes and went back to work. His wife, who was standing next to him, spoke with a worried heart. Honey. If you go out with that body of yours and it gets worse, what are you going to do? If you take one day off, your body will get better. Just take one day off. It is because you don't know what will happen. If I take one day off, then the ashes of the region that I am in charge of would be piled too high. If the district office employees passes and 
passes by and sees that because I am not a full-time employee, but just a temp, they will fire me for not working diligently. Then, how are we going to eat and how are we going to live? I have to get up and go. If he could have, he would take in a day off. But the father slowly put on his clothes, put on his gloves, and went outside. It was so heartbreaking for the son to see this image of the father. The son knew very well the difficulty his father continually had to endure working for the family. That is why the way this son thought was different from other children. The son of the cleaner would use his notebooks conservatively, not wasting a single page. He would also be very careful with his pencils. And whenever there were things he needed money for in school, he would not ask his parents, but simply say that he would avoid doing the activities that required money. One day, while he was studying in school, his father kept coming to his mind. After class, a friend asked, Hey, let's go over to my house and play. But that son could not do that. He went home and threw his books into the room and immediately ran to the area where his father was working. From afar, he could see his father putting ashes onto the cart and pulling it up the hill. Because it was so heavy and tiring and difficult, the father could not go up straight, but rather went up in a zigzag pattern. The son ran and started pushing the cart from behind with all his strength. The father suddenly felt the cart become much lighter. Who's pushing it, he thought. But because the pile of the ashes were so tall, he could not see the person who was pushing. When they reached the crest of the hill and stopped the cart, he looked behind and saw that it was his son. It was his own son, and he felt so thankful to him. The father then laid the cart to one side and went to the store, bought two large round moon pies, sat down, and ate them with his son. Is it good? the father asked. Yes, it's good. Father, won't you have some more? Did you eat enough? I'm fine. I'm full because I had lunch just a little while ago. But father, why don't you have some more? No, I am full. Father, I haven't had this bread treat in such a long time. It's so delicious. The, the father would think of his son and the son would think of his father. And although they were poor, the love flowed between their hearts. The father used to feel that it would be embarrassing if his friends at school found out that his father was a cleaner if he were to run into them while pushing his father's cart. However, when the son saw the image of his father who would go out to work for his family despite all his physical pain, he would help his father as soon as he finished school for the day. The father and the son, whose hearts were very close, were happy. That is the end of episode 2. Thank you for listening, and if you enjoyed this podcast and would like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave me a rating and review. Thanks again, and I will see you next time on The Life of the Heart.